0: Welcome to the Monument Hunts Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimenoff. Have you ever been hunting for information when planning a trip but didn't really feel like you had an insider's perspective on what to do and where to go? Well, I certainly have had that feeling. I love my home state of Nebraska and outdoor recreation, and when I can combine those two things together, I reach a stage of peacefulness that is unmatched. On top of that, it brings me a lot of joy when I get to share stories and give tips to folks looking to come experience Nebraska's outdoor recreation opportunities. Through this podcast, our discussions will cover topics of hunting, fishing, camping, and general outdoor recreation throughout all of Nebraska. Please sit back and enjoy today's discussion. Welcome to episode number 15 of the Monument Hunts podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimenaw. Here we are, it's June, the days are getting longer, they're getting hotter, it's summertime, right? So we're thinking about camping and fishing and going out on the boat. It's also the middle of June and Father's Day is approaching, which means more outdoor activity because we're gonna spend some time with dad. Well, since episode 14, I've spent a little bit of time with my father. We actually went out and did a little bit of golfing, Technically, I did that before the release of episode 14, but after I recorded episode 14. And then we also did a little bit of fishing together. Well, when we went out golfing, we had a nice round of 18, technically 17, because we jumped the fifth hole to get ahead of a slower group. We had a really great afternoon together. Sure, the day started off a little cloudy and cool, but as we played, the sun came out and it warmed up. Of course, it got a little bit windy as well, but that's all right. It didn't help or hurt my game either way because I'm terrible. Uh, I haven't actually played a round of golf with just me and my father, and I can't remember the last time. So it's been a long time since just me and my dad were out playing golf. That's not to say that we haven't golfed together any time recently. In fact, we do golf in a golf outing, but there's always other folks that are out there with us. So this was really nice, just one-on-one time with my father. After that, then last weekend, we went on a fishing trip out to Lake McConaughey. This trip was my dad, my brother, and myself. And it is something that we did two years ago back in 2018. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do anything in 2019, and Dad really wanted to go, so he made sure that earlier this year he got it on the books. Of course, everything with the COVID-19 stuff, we were a little unsure if it would be able to continue and go through, but thankfully everything worked out. We still had the cabin, we were still able to go out fishing, and Dad's already talking about booking it again for next year. So, back in 2018, when we first did this trip, we were trolling for walleye along the dam, and dad hooked into presumably what was a giant walleye based on the fight that was going on trying to bring that fish in. Unfortunately, it was dark out and the line broke, so we never did get to see that fish. While we were there on that trip, we really didn't catch a ton of fish, but we had an absolute blast. It was the three of us spending quality time together on the water. Well, this year we again did this trip. Dad, like I said, booked it earlier, made sure that everything was all set up for us. We went out there on Thursday. So I did a little bit of work in the car while we drove out there. Got there late on Thursday and we got on the water and did a little bit of fishing. In fact, from the time that we got there to the time that we left in those 48 hours, we spent 32 of those hours fishing. So we spent as much time as we possibly could out there fishing. Our first night, like I said, was on Thursday night. We got out on the water, uh, went looking for walleye and white bass, hoping that we would find some and make an evening of it. During that time on Thursday, we ended up with two keeper-sized walleye and a handful of white bass. We also snagged a carp right in the dorsal fin, and we caught six channel catfish while we were jigging for white bass and walleye. Our guide was just floored that we were catching channel cat while we were jigging leave it to us to be the crew that does the weird things on the water but hey made memories so we spent the evening doing a bunch of fishing of course we let the sun set we kept going for a while the sun had gone down well before we had gone back to the dock we got back to the dock got back on shore took care of the fish and went to bed we were up the next morning and back out on the water at 5.30 a.m. So we might have gotten four hours of sleep or something like that. I don't know. It wasn't much. Just put it that way. Sleep is for suckers at that point. It's time to be on the water. So the next morning was Friday, and we went out. Like I said, we were on the water at 5.30 a.m., and we started the day off with throwing spinner baits, and then we moved on to do some bottom bouncing. Well, as we fished throughout the morning and into the afternoon, the wind that was forecast to be part of the day was pretty much non-existent. In fact, the wind didn't show up until we were off the water later in the afternoon. So, made for some tougher fishing conditions because it was so calm. But we still caught plenty of fish. In fact, we caught a bunch of walleye, just none of them were of legal keeping size, so they all got to go back to swim for another day. Uh, We did end up, like I said, catching a lot of fish. We caught a bunch of white bass, and we kept some drum as well. And white bass and drum, honestly, are, are great eating. There's nothing wrong with them. So for those of you who are like freaking out because you think drum are a trash fish, second guess yourself there. If you clean them and you take care of them right, drum can actually be really tasty. They're great fish for frying up. So quit calling them trash fish. Quit ripping their gills out. Keep them and eat them. I promise. They're really good. We also snagged more carp that day. You know, and and honestly, a snagged carp in the dorsal fin, it puts up one heck of a fight. But man, it is like pulling in a log that can swim. So those are some interesting fights to bring in the fish. Well, after we were done on the boat, we headed back to the cabin to rest for a little bit. Like I mentioned, we had minimal sleep, so we wanted to get in a little bit of rest. Once we were all rested up, we were ready to do some shore fishing for the evening. Like I mentioned, the wind didn't pick up until after we were off the water. But once it had finally picked up in the afternoon, by the time we got down to the shore, there was a good wind blowing from the southeast and pushing the bait fish up to the shore on the north side. So we found a nice bay, cove, whatever you want to call it. And the alewife were being pushed up to the shoreline there. So we figured it'd be a fantastic place to go fishing. Set up, got started. The game wardens paid us a nice visit there. No problems there. In fact, I was happy to see them. I rarely see them when I'm out. And because we're legal, we got all our licenses and gear and stuff like that. There was no issues, no problems. Showed them, talked to them. Unfortunately, some people down the beach from us that were camping, one of them did not have their license and ended up getting a ticket. And when I talked to the game warden beforehand, I asked him how things were going for the evening. And he had mentioned that uh, they'd been. Busy giving out some tickets and giving some people some $150 hard lessons. So for those of you who don't realize how inexpensive a fishing license is, you get to pay like four or five times the cost for the ticket you're going to get for not having a fishing license. So go buy your license. It's a lot cheaper. Anyway, so we fished on. And my dad actually hooked into a really nice fish and was bringing it in. He wasn't sure what it was. At first he thought maybe it was a good sized walleye or something like that. As he was dragging it in, he thought, great, I caught another carp. And as it got closer to shore, we didn't have a net or anything. We just knew it was a big fish. Saw the flash of a fish. And I thought, oh, great, here's a carp. And it turned out to be a huge drum. In fact, this drum that my dad caught was 6 pounds, 10 ounces, which is actually a master angler-sized drum. So, really fantastic. That thing was an absolute monster of a drum. If you want to see it, head over to the Monument Hunt's Facebook page and Instagram page, and you'll see some pictures there. My brother caught a couple of small small smallmouth bass, which is kind of a mouthful to say, And one keeper size white bass. He also managed to hook an alewife, one of the bait fish, so that thing got put on a hook and cast out as bait to try and catch a fish. That's all we ended up with for fish for the night. Myself, I caught rocks and lost the lures, but my day was still good because out on the boat, I didn't get skunked. I caught some nice fish that we kept for the day. With the sun setting, we decided to finally call it an evening, go back to the cabin, and get some rest before we went out the next morning. Well, it was the next morning, and we were on the water again at 5.30 a.m., so that was nice. The only thing was the wind that blew all night long unfortunately died off right before we got on the water. So the bait fish that were being blown up and pushed into the shore had a little bit of time to move back out away from the shore and dissipate a little bit. The wind did finally come back, which helped out a little bit, but it was a few hours later into the morning before we actually got that wind. So it was a little bit of a slow start for us, but once the wind was going, things picked up, and we started to catch fish we were bottom bouncing again for walleye and white bass so we were we were getting into the fish and we we definitely got some smaller ones i think we counted enough uh, five or six smaller um, below the legal limit to keep size walleye that we ended up throwing back throughout the day several of those coming early in the morning once things kind of picked up we started getting into some keeper-sized walleye. Over the weekend, we ended up catching 12 species of fish on the water. White bass, wiper, walleye, drum, channel cat, carp, perch, bluegill. Yeah, that's right. Bluegill from the boat, bottom bouncing. Go figure. Smallmouth, sucker, alewife, and I'm forgetting one of the species. So there's 11 of them. Anyways, I'll move on from there. So we are the... uh, go walleye white bass fishing crew that catches literally like everything else as well on our final day the water wasn't too bad like i said it was a little bit of a slow start but we still caught a fair amount of fish and in fact on the last day i caught my personal best walleye ever it was a 24 and a half inch six and a half pound walleye That picture will be on Facebook and Instagram for you as well if you want to see it. My brother, however, fared out a lot better. He caught on the first night two walleye, one of them being like 19, 20 inches, the other one like 22 inches. So he had a couple of really nice walleye, and then he caught a 23-inch walleye the last day that we were there as well. So he ended up with three real nice walleye. Dad caught walleye as well, and and we all caught some of the smaller walleye, um, you know, the 15 to 19-inch range, which were great keeper fish and are going to make some really fantastic eating. Overall, for the whole trip, we ended up taking home about 20 pounds of fish fillets. So that's, I don't even know live weight, what the amount is. Our guide, Zane, and I'll talk about him later, him and his partner, Dustin, Zane actually weighed up our five biggest fish on Saturday on our last day out because there was a tournament going on and our bag, had we been in the tournament, would have taken second place in that tournament. So pretty cool. Like I said, we had a fantastic time. Of course, it's fishing. So some of it was slow time. Some of it was busy time. But the point was, is we were out there together. So why did I just spend all that time telling you about this fishing trip when clearly this podcast is about fathers? Honestly, I could record probably hours, maybe even days worth of outdoor stories about time spent with my father. This last couple of weekends was time that I spent with my father. We spend time with our fathers all the time in the outdoors. So I wanted to share a story about spending time with my father. Of course, my brother was part of that trip as well. But the point is, is yes, this podcast is about fathers, and we all have stories about our fathers. Unfortunately, our fathers aren't going to be around forever. So when it comes to spending time outdoors and spending time with our fathers, we really need to take advantage of it. We all have what seems like endless memories of camping, fishing, hunting, and everything outdoors, and many of those have our fathers or grandfathers as part of those memories. As it was put to us at the end of our fishing trip this last weekend, take pictures and make memories because you never know when these days might never be possible again. As I've become a father myself, I've learned that just taking time to be with my own daughters outdoors, whether we go ride around in paddle boats at one of the nearby state parks, or we go fishing or camping, or just spending time in the yard, is something they'll remember for a really long time. I've also found that I still want to spend a lot of time making memories with my own father and enjoying time together. So since Father's Day is going to be the release date of this podcast, a day earlier than I normally would. I hope that you find yourself with your father or children outdoors making memories this Father's Day. If you find yourself too far away from your father to actually be able to spend time with him, give him a call and ask him what he's been up to. Ask him if he spent any time outdoors fishing and camping just to see what he's up to. If you're a new father and this is your first Father's Day, Make yourself a new memory in the outdoors. Take your son or daughter with you and your wife. Go to a local lake and start walking around and enjoy some time outdoors. Get some pictures. Start building a tradition of being outdoors for Father's Day. But if your father is no longer with you, take some time during this Father's Day to remember the great things that he taught you. Go wet a line in honor of him or go light a campfire for him. Either way, do something that reminds you of your father. I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. I hope you have a really great day, and I hope you have a great day outdoors. Before I sign off, I want to give a big shout-out to Dustin and Zane of Anytime Guide Service. These two have guided my father, brother, and I on our trips to Lake McConaughey and have been nothing but great guys these guys do all they can to put you on fish they spend time before you arrive trying to find where the fish are and then while you're on the water they do everything they can to keep you on fish if you want to go fishing on mcconaughey or maybe even Merritt in the near future you need to get a hold of dustin and zane and you need to book a trip with these two their guide services any like the postal abbreviation for Nebraska, time guide service. So that's any time guide service. Give them a call at 308-230-0125. I want to thank Zane specifically for our trip this time out at McConaughey this year. And Dustin was with us on our first trip and was absolutely fantastic as well. So I want to thank him for starting this with us. As always, thank you for listening. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please do so so that you get notifications of new content when it's released. And if you like the podcast, please head over and give it a rating. That'll help out a lot. If you have questions or you want to reach out or just check out what's been on the Facebook page or the Instagram page, you can find the Monument Hunts Facebook page for photos and updates on podcasts and things like that. You can find the Instagram page at monument underscore hunts. And again, photos, and that'll be on there with the podcast links. So you can look me up there. If you have questions or whatever you want to just email me, feel free to do so at Monument_Hunts at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe out there.